now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. Dr. Strange's number one fan. And I'm here with Crypto Crier, a.k.a. the guy that does not do his freaking homework. How are you, Crier? Doing good. but uh, Not got... that good, because you should have <laughs> yeah. done your homework. Of course. Yeah, I got screwed. It was uh, it was busy. So you know how it's it's funny you say that because you always make fun of me for buying the, my tickets a month before the premiere. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you <laughs> maybe just go should tomorrow. follow your boy. You know what? I don't. On a Monday, who does that? But people um, with kids. <laughs> oh, those I forgot those, those little, guys. Little little guys. Yep. But um, Cryer. Me and Adam are back. Yep. I can tell you Fucking right now, assholes. I think Adam Jealous. can even say this as well. I'm not hungover at all. Well, I was fine in the morning. What? Everything good. I drink, I drink like till the top. Like I couldn't fit more alcohol in my body. But, but, this, this is a shout out to Cameo Pass. <laughs> They had so much food. They had multiple food trucks, and oh, oh my oh, yeah. lord! So I was good and ready. So, so let's hear about this party. You want to hear it? All right. Out, yeah. So I will bring in our producer Adam here because he was with me, and I want to hear his take on it Come as about well. About that booth. Let's let's talk about it. So Miami. So we did have a few people down in Miami. The NRN gang as um, the NRN gang plus my friend Michael plus so, uh, some of the girlfriends of the NRN gang, which hopefully will be in the NRN game later, a gang later on, down the road if they actually <laughs> like NFTs. But That's right. the overall experience of Miami, so number one, on. yeah, number one is I still hate Miami and it's the worst with traffic and F1 did not freaking help. Yeah. And number two, Cameo Pass absolutely killed it with this party. We were literally partying in a massive, like, at least $30 million mansion on Star Island, like in Star Island. It was insane. You popped up in there. You had your, every, they had your name, your plus one. You'd walk in and there was freaking all kinds of mass, awesome cars. You walked in. The party itself was actually uh, in the back and you can't really do much inside unless you were super exclusive, which um, we weren't. They didn't have my name on the list. Oh. They, didn't, they didn't have my what name on there? the list. Uh, well, I had to. The guy told me to show him my cameo pass, and oh. I was like, "I was like, where do you want me to show you? Show you?" And he like made me open up my MetaMask and show him my cameo pass in my wallet. Oh, so he actually so made you open the the <laughs> MetaMask? No, 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 because a lot of people take a picture. Like, what if what if you don't have MetaMask on your phone? Like someone that starts with an F ends with a UD. So like Fud doesn't do that. So yeah. he could have been screwed there. Yeah, but, he, made um, me, he made me show my my cameo pass and the email that I had that I was attending. The email makes sense. Yeah, the email. Makes I don't know. Sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I couldn't just show the email to begin with. But yeah, he, he made me show kind of both. Weird, because he sold I mean, it. Because you sold it, actually. Actually, no. I, we I, we pumped it. We pumped it. <laughs> we pumped it. Yeah, we actually we, pumped that. We we were driving. We were driving down to Miami from Fort Lauderdale yesterday, uh, around like two o'clock or something. I was uh, with Josh. Shout out Josh. And I was looking at OpenSea, and I was like, Josh, does this look right to you? It looks like none of the Good Morning cameo passes are listed. And he's like, No, there's no way. So we look, and wouldn't you know, none of them were listed. About five minutes later, the floor for the good morning one's like 2.22 ETH. 
It was crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that didn't last long. And it's <laughs> back to not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But it was hilarious to see that. <laughs> yes, it was pretty funny. But back That's to funny. the party itself. Again, you went to the back. Um, bars everywhere. DJ stand, massive DJ stand on the water. Freaking a massive yacht right there. And you went down the stairs. Went to the dock. Went to the left. And they literally had another bar and like six food trucks. They had. Pizza, burgers, tacos, shawarma. By the way, shout out to the Avengers. Shawarma is delicious. Um, donuts. They had a bunch of stuff, and it was super cool. Not only was it, again, those people that had cameo passes themselves, but you also saw celebrity uh, celebrities like Shane Battier, uh, Joakim Noah, DJ Khaled, Diplo. Uh, who else was there? We had Hard Rock Nick. We had uh, Yo Gotti, as well as Moneybag Yo. There was just a bunch of people. Cryer, if you, I wish you guys could see Cryer's <laughs> face after me saying Yo Gotti and Money Bag. Not one person. Yeah. That I so I, I mean, <laughs> Hard Rock Nick. I, I know on. Hard Rock Nick. I know Hard Rock we Nick. We know Hard Rock Nick. Come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, no one. But it was it was super cool. Um, again, yeah, cool. all you can drink, all you can eat, and they had the really nice porta potties, like the ones like that's a, like a little small house. So like it was actually oh cool yeah, the, the high end um, ones. Yeah, 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 the really high end ones. And again, just an this awesome guy. time. You do you did see cool. people that probably didn't have cameo passes there as well. But again, one of the topics that we talked with Oliver about on this podcast when he was yeah. on here was we want that to happen because that allows them like hey what the heck is this and then they learn about it well, they understand about it and they, exactly. and they, they know they that go, we don't shut up about nfts so uh exactly. put, he put us in a room with a bunch of people who don't know nfts and bam exactly exactly <laughs> but it was an awesome just an awesome time i will say the liquid death sponsoring them or partnering with them and then not having liquid death there kind of pissed me off but Fiji Water, you're good too. You're good too, Fiji. Shout out, shout out, Fiji Water. Can't but uh, Adam, what right did you think on your end? What you uh, what you like about it? What you didn't like about it? Oh, I I had a lot of fun. I mean, I mostly had uh, the most fun I had was just meeting up with all all you guys. Uh, most uh, most of them for the Aww, first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was zappy. actually really really fun. Um, but no, this is like no, yeah, uh, that's the best part. Make, this is really making me want to like go to more like nft events and stuff like oh yeah oh, nft events yeah. are the best like that's that's like 90 percent of the fun seriously going to all right. these events is awesome crier what what events we got coming up i actually i can answer that really quick vcon is the next one and that's in two weeks yeah. after that the main one that everyone's trying to go to is new york and with nft nyc which NYC. would be in june mid-june and... 20th and we don't know if Doodles is – they're having an event pretty soon as well. It's being told, said maybe in Vancouver, somewhere yeah, else. There's a couple possibilities. There was Probably like in New York. Hong Kong was another one that we're talking about. So we don't know exactly – they only said like three locations that were going to happen this year sometime. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we should what a definitely perfect see... segue. Ooh, you, you called out the segue, so now it's not as perfect. But yes, let's talk about Doodles. Number right. one thing about Doodles is obviously massive news. They just yep. got a brand new CEO that's joining them, which is actually the president of Billboard or the ex-president of Billboard, um, is coming over to Doodles to become the CEO, which is now joining again. Uh, Evan, Poopy, Burn Toast as that extra person that they've been talking about. They're going to add someone, and yeah. it looks like it is a CEO. 
uh, for the doodles. And on top of that, massive news again, doodle holders, you are finally receiving something other than (laughs) your own NFT. And that is an airdrop. What is now, actually, we can talk about it because they released it today, yesterday for everyone listening. And Cryer, what is that airdrop being called? Or claim, claim, claim. Yeah. On the 12th, so pretty much like a couple days from now, that will be the this Thursday, we'll release the Doodles, the Duplicator. So Ooh. we don't exactly know what it's going to be. Um, accord, you know, with the whole addition of the CEO, there's going to be, I feel like Billboard, um, you know, they're really good with going to be you know, branding. Um, they're going to be really good with bringing a lot of eyes to the project. I feel like they're like, I feel like he's going to bring a lot to the table here. Um, in terms of just like getting the average person into the space, I feel like um, they're going okay. to go after that. Similar to how like we were talking about with dead uh, dead um, psych, right? So we're gonna have the with card, trading cards. Yep, exactly. Like we're they're trying to branch out from just that repetitive, only targeting NFT people. Only you know we're pretty much selling all of our stuff to each other over and over. Is practically what's happening in just different forms of. So, you know, bringing new people in the space is very key. Um, so I do think that it's going to be something to do with either royalties um, or like just licensing your NFT, some, something along those lines. So I'm really excited to see what this actually happens. I completely agree. One of the things that I, I don't know if I talked about this. Actually, I didn't talk about this last time because we did have Psych on and I, I don't remember talking um, exactly about this quote that Betty had. And one of the things that Betty, which is the other, the other co-founder of dead fella um sykes wife uh she did say that focusing only on holders will create an isolated and pretty much a limited ecosystem for entry exactly. points for others interacting with brands and all that and it will limit growth and that's one of the things that crier you and i have talked about that these nft pro and of course psych talked about in our last episode these yeah. projects if they want to become like worldwide brands that people know they look at a dead fellow and they're like i know exactly what that is they need to stop limiting themselves of just bringing 100 value to that the 10,000 10, nfts 000, yeah. or the 30,000, whatever the amount is again it is very important to bring value to those absolutely but if you decide to bring value to people outside as well, that exposure, that uh, that want to help those people as well will bring up the value of those NFTs as well because people want to be in yeah, the ecosystem. Yeah, demand. Well, there's just more they demand for exactly. them. Exactly, yeah. There has to be entries of – there has to be multiple entry points, right? We can't just – everyone can't just be buying, you know, $50,000 pictures yeah. or, you yeah. know, whatever. You know, so there has to be another – um, just like another entry point for people. And that doesn't have to be IP rights. Like, again, like breaking it down, most of the thing at the end of the day, one of the things that reasons that people think these things are so expensive is because of the commercial rights that you kind of take on, right? So you do, you know, you're definitely owning the rights. You can start a company with this brand. You can start whatever you want. And we've seen that happening with multiple people starting their own personal brands, you know, like Doodle Bandit or... Um, you know, we have a lot of uh, what's the rapper's name? Spotty Wi-Fi. Yeah. So like brand, building those like specific brands that we have based uh, on around. the NFT. Exactly. Based on the NFT. And so realistically, again, we, you know, they talked about this in the fireside chat. This was one of the main topics they've talking about is bringing value to the holders through some sort of means of the IP ownership. So 
again, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they uh, come up with. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely see. I got the, I actually got a little quick, uh, quick story that we, we didn't, wasn't on the docket. You ready? Ooh, re- really quick. Before <clears throat> you do say that, before you do go into this story, I would yeah, like to ahead. shout out to Bandit because we were with him at Cameo Pass. Oh, we had yeah. a blast with him. He's awesome. always, he's always everywhere. So just yeah, sh- <laughs> shout out to you, Bandit, for always being with us and just having a great time. Cryer, let's hear what you got. That's, yeah. I have no <clears throat> idea. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you don't even know. You don't even know. So, um, this week on my newsletter, I was writing about a new topic that we haven't really discussed yet, which is Ooh. NFT DeFi. So breaking your NFT into liquidity by collater- like collateralizing your loan through your NFT. Okay. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> this article is all that's coming out this, this coming week is all just about how to break into these things because all, you know, a lot of people here. Not a lot of people, but just we, we own these NFTs and we they're they're illiquid as hell. Like you can't get anything for them at one point in time, right? So if you want to sell one, you have like you ha- there has to be a buyer. There's no fungible asset, so people you know it can go really low, which is what all altcoins do, right? But if there's no one buying them, they go, you know, you're stuck with it, right? So there's ways to um, during down chips or, or, or things where you're, you're kind of using your collateral to kind of use Ethereum, right? So you can now lock up your NFTs and then uh, extract value from them through a liquidity pool, which is something that we kind of learned through the DeFi kingdom. So this kind of branch is like a, a little bit of a bigger way for people to get um, like to less hidden, you know, it's behind the game and more directly into um, lending through uh, yeah. through their NFTs, but uh, I thought that would be a, a quick topic because I, I end up actually collateralizing one of my doodles. Oh, this, uh, this you did it actually! I did. Oh, so go through the process of yeah. exactly what you did there. So again, let For me sure. let me try on my end because I'm the one with the smooth brain on this podcast. For sure. Pretty much what you did here was there was a like a website. Like what was the website by the way? So everyone knows what you use. Uh, I'm actually using Bend Dow. Ooh, I actually I sold those tokens. Shout out to them for that baby, little baby airdrop. Um, number two, so you went in here. Obviously, you showcase a doodle. You showcase a cool cat, whatever NFT you have. And based yeah. on the project itself, they will say, hey, we will give you 10 ETH. We will give you yeah. 1 ETH. We will give you 0.5. Obviously, it's not going to be worth the floor. It's going to yeah, be exactly. less, yeah. and you're going to yeah, receive that. Now let me ask um, you on this end. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get the let's say you get a doodle, you get ten ETH. Let's say yeah. you how long until you have to pay off that ten ETH back? So how this one works is a little bit different. So the one that you kind of just described is more like NFT Fi, where you have to match a person. It's like a P two P lending, right? So okay. you're coming in, you have a doodle, I have the money, and I want one. So I'm gonna you know take on the risk that you might fail to. Uh, pay your your loan and then i'll get it for cheap right gambling Um, i love it exactly so on that side those are a little bit more um those were a little bit farther back those started those are the first like iterations of these things right um so now the this new one is like bend out there's a couple other ones that are coming out recently also but they only allow certain collections um so this one just started they they yeah they they pretty much are like here's the blue chips these are what you're allowed to borrow with right so if you have a board ape yacht club Current floor price, 100 ETH. You can borrow up to 40 ETH, 
bent. Sheesh. <clears throat> yeah, so depending on the risk of the NFT to them, it's kind of like how much you're allowed to borrow. So it almost uh, it's a pretty cool concept because they're only collateralizing things they want currently. Um, but again, I think over time, these things will kind of mature a little bit more when there is more demand for other assets, right? So currently, Board Ape Yacht Club, CryptoPunks, Mutants, Azukis, Doodles, and Clonex are the only allowed um, lending options. But, so if you think uh, about it, they just justified what's a blue chip and what's not. And sh- exactly. I'm just going to, I'm just going to come out and say, cool cats, we're down bad. Keep going. <laughs> cool cats down bad. But yeah, so pretty much those are the ones they allow. Um, so like currently, uh, with the floor being 20 ETH of a doodle, you're uh, allowed to take 6.23 ETH and do whatever you want. Um, and you could take less or more or uh, uh, up to 6.23, but um, you can take less or, you know, so you don't have to risk, you know, the floor. Mine doesn't sell until it hits like two ETH, which I really don't think they will hit two ETH again, right? Um, so, you know, so these are definitely something that are pretty cool. And then it allows you to unlock these liquidity things to allow you to do. Uh, one of the reasons things I, I got into it really was because of uh, Franklin uh, collateralized all of his apes and then pulled out <clears throat> 1,450 ETH. <laughs> to Wait, then by, by the way by the way franklin has <laughs> over i think what 40 plus 50, 50 plus, he has 53 yeah, yeah he ended up buying apes. more he uh, bought ape. yeah, 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 he bought, yeah he bought well he collateralized all his apes to buy more apes like a real ape degen <laughs> but uh i kind of saw that and i was like yeah I, I, we this is stuff we already do right and we do this in DeFi, or i do this in DeFi. you kind of got your intro like your intro to it with the DeFi kingdoms type stuff right um, so now it gives <clears throat> a little bit more, you know, this is good for something like how, like how Nate or something like that, where you're able to kind of collateralize your loan and then, um, you know, fund it with your NFT, you know, he's never going to sell that thing. So might as well use it for collateral. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're just going to have it there, but again, on the other end, for those people listening again, do your own research. Absolutely. This is not financial advice. And number three, be extremely careful. If you do put up that ape, you get the money, and then you, you know, blow it on freaking, uh, I don't know, a blockchain casino, whatever, you will lose <laughs> yeah, your ape. So please, <laughs> let me ask you it's something, not free Cryer. Yeah. So let me ask you something on that end. So, like, let's say I put in an ape, I put in a doodle, I yeah. get the 10 ETH, I get the 40 ETH, whatever the case may be. I receive the ETH. I spend the ETH. I can't pay it. Do I, do I have, do I owe them or do they keep my asset? Um, so you, I mean, you technically, you have to pay your money back over a certain amount of time, right? So, um, this one, how this one functions depends on the terms of your loan or whatever, but this one is just continuously and you pay whatever the assets, um, lending rate is, right? So I think my doodle lending rate was about 14%. Um, okay. So what I'm, what pretty much what I'm saying here is, I think I can make more than fourteen percent over the, the next year making, over yeah, the ETH that, that I'm taking sense. out, and I sense. and the and again I'm not like I was just doing it more so just to see and function and, and kind of mess with it and kind of write about the article for this week. So more of like a test, and I just thought it was awesome. an interesting uh, concept for people. To no, that is, and it's yeah. also justifying <laughs> that NFTs are here to stay. Exactly, They're assets yeah. that can be lo- that, um, exactly taken, yeah. like you can take out a loan on. So yeah. it is a super cool concept. It's one of the hardest concepts of, of yeah. like traditional art, con- like Absolutely. collecting, right? Like th- those are a liquid. Like you have to find another buyer willing to pay $7 million for your, you know, whatever 
Van Gogh painting or whatever. So, um, you know, there's definitely now where you're able to like lock them up in uh, like a third party system, which I think is super interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's bring it back into my topics of discussion that we had for the episode. But I will say that one was a very interesting one. It is something that we need to keep a track on. Maybe sure. even get someone on the little, on the potty to talk a little bit more. In yeah, depth that'd into be a good it. idea. That would be uh, super awesome. But another breaking news that we have, and this is actually a leaked breaking news, Instagram NFT verification next week. When I mean I say next week, I mean this week. So out of nowhere, <laughs> Meta comes out and goes, "Hey, Twitter did it. We're doing it now because we can't do things on our own." So That's they right. come at, they come in hot, and they're pretty much coming in saying NFTs will be supported from Ethereum, Polygon, Solana, and Flow. So this came out of CoinDesk, if I'm not mistaken, and they said that there's going to be a pilot of United States accounts on Instagram on Monday while you're listening that will be able to verify your NFTs. I think this could be good. But last time I said something like this would be good was Coinbase NFT marketplace. (laughs) And that thing is probably the biggest letdown I've ever seen in my I knew that was going to happen. I feel like it was always going to be kind (laughs) of... Yeah, it was was pretty bad. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's... Good job, Coinbase. Thank you for ruining everything. Um, So in the article itself with Coindesk, it pretty much said, in quotes, Instagram intends to support widely used crypto wallets such as MetaMask. Plugging in their wallets, users will be able to prove NFT ownership, showcase them on their uh, profiles, and tag the creators who made them. Again, at the end of the day, even if this is bad or good, even if Coinbase was good or bad or good, yeah. we need this for mass adoption. We need yeah, it's just another step that goes. It's just another step. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, and and again, it's it kind of helps. There, I see some benefit to them, and again, I see some negative to them. You know, I was always I'm I'm against the the using them. I think it's kind of a waste to pay extra money to have verification or whatever. I know I don't think they're doing that one, but I know uh, yeah, Twitter. it does. Twitter, look that's like, you know, yes. Is that what they're doing? They're having a paid no, subscription? Or, I, oh, no, no, just no. Free, on Instagram like a, is probably, hey, we don't know yet. We don't know, know yet. And knowing uh, uh, Daddy Zucky, yeah. he, I don't know. I don't 20 know bucks. Get. Cough 20 it up. 20 bucks. Cough it yeah. up. But um, I do agree with you. Like on the sense of even like Twitter, Twitter blue and having that verification, I have yet to do it. I know Nate had to do it because he has to be the hype beast of yeah. the group. But um, hey, Elon came out and said like, there's literally no point of Twitter blue, and I need to fix that. So hopefully we see that on yeah, his I mean, end. Literally, I um, actually use Twitter blue because I would want to try the undo feature for oh, yeah, the first yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and like a few like, seconds. It's the dumbest. It's thing the, ever. yeah. It's literally the worst thing I've ever. Like, yeah, I, I, it was. It I made it harder that. to tweet. Like it was like yeah, yeah. like my they wouldn't send. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this fucking platform? But Absolutely. yeah, again, like I I uh, I don't see a ton of value in the sense that oh yeah great i can show my thing again it's it's the whole concept of these are your wallets i guess i'm just more of like traditional on that front where like yeah if you want to know if i own it or not just go look at my wallet like it's the whole point of all this stuff blockchain is, baby it's blockchain yeah tech so i don't need a different shape picture to appease Dude, anybody what if they what if they do an oval? no not an oval what if yeah. they do a give me a good shape adam Octagon. give us a good shape give us a they good just shape, add adam. two more sides no, 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 give us a good shape, Adam. Give me one shape. A rhombus. 
Ooh, there that it is. Some, no, some game coming. over. Parallelogram. Game over. Absolutely. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, Adam, because I know that Cryer isn't the biggest fan of Instagram, and you and I obviously were on Instagram all, all the time. Would you, if it was a free feature, would you go in and try to use this NFT verification? Maybe it's a brand new page for all your NFTs. So maybe when you go to someone's account, you see pictures and then you click on something that says NFTs. Would you use that or do you think Twitter is just elite at this point? Um, I don't I don't think Twitter's elite. I mean, I, with Coinbase launching theirs, though, I mean, if you're going to use Instagram, I think the Coinbase uh, page kind of looks like Instagram. So okay. you're necessary. But now here, let me ask you this. Would you rather use Coinbase NFT marketplace or would you rather use Instagram? No, I'd rather I'd rather combine it with my account that I already have all my friends. Yeah. Okay. On. okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. So on the Instagram side, you will see me and Adam all over it trying to explain pretty much showcase our nft so yeah. our normie friends can be like i really i still don't care but <laughs> yeah, i still don't care it is it is what it is maybe even more normie over on that side right will. you know they're exactly. like what the hell is this thing actually i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of people i feel like social media wise you'll get like one every like two weeks but when you're like with people in person you showcase it more then they're yeah. like oh crap and i also think by the way Going back to Cameo Pass, we had a friend, my friend Michael, that came with us to the event. He does have some NFT. He has one NFT on VV. He actually got super lucky and got the the golden C3PO when they did the Disney series. Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember that. But um, he doesn't really know a much a bunch about it. And experiencing Cameo Pass and listening to us talk and the whole nine yards makes him want to be in this more and more. So I think those NFT sure. like events are super like one of the best times that's to do it. Or be- even, that's by yeah, far the, the best, most, the, the easiest way to get somebody in the space is literally Absolutely. taking an NFT Just event. the fun and everything. Yeah. Because like imagine telling them, hey, come to a, a stock event. Yeah. Or that a crypto, even, even a crypto event. I'm going to be completely no, yeah, honest. No one wants like, to go to that. I don't even want to go there. On the sense of just these <laughs> NFT events, it's something different. It's something fun. Um, obviously, except it's I, the community I, again. It's yeah, always it's the community. community. It's the community and the funny pictures that we trade back and forth. Yeah. But and just like just like Adam said, like he had the only reason, like his most fun thing was meeting everybody that we we're in this group. Exactly. You know, it's it's you know, it's like that part is just so so rewarding for sure. And watching the Celtics lose and laughing in my face. <laughs> That, that was fun. That's too. always nice. But the Panthers did lose by a lot that day too. So we never talked about that. I was trying to keep it for off the topic the whole time. <laughs> you know, you know that, you know that that's a sore subject for me right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Shout out to the Florida Panthers. Number one seed down two one in the series right now. Not looking yeah, good. Yeah, it's down bad, down bad. Now number <laughs> two seed down two one in as my Celtics are as well. But. I am most excited about talking about this topic. And unfortunately, Cryer is just going to have to sit back and laugh or cry or giggle <laughs> about this. And it's My usual, I'll just giggle like I usually do. Doctor Strange 2. Adam, you and I, you are literally the person that got me into Marvel years ago. And now, as everyone knows, I am one of the biggest fans of Marvel. As others know, my favorite superhero is Doctor Strange. I went to this movie already thinking it was going to be the best movie of all time. I got in there. I laughed. I 
I didn't cry. This is, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is probably one of the only Marvel movies I did not, literally, I didn't cry once. And Adam, you know, I cry all the time watching these movies. Yeah. Um, and number three, I was it's actually true. scared and a little sweaty watching this movie because that, there was a lot of jumps on this movie and it was all, all action. You didn't know what was coming. I think it was a well, just like, it was just an awesome movie. I personally will rank this my favorite Marvel movie, and I'm very scared to hear what Adam's about to say because I don't think he liked it. But Adam, what did you think of the movie? Because we you've been holding me hostage for four days to <laughs> listen to been. your take. I have. Been. So let's. Um, you know how like um, coaches will like tell their players like make sure you leave it all out on the field. Yes. I don't think they did that. No, don't say that. Why? I don't think they did that. That movie was phenomenal. I wasn't a fan. So you're a Doctor Strange maxi, though. It, do, like, li- <laughs> listen, it might be your listen. bias. It might be your bi- biased thoughts right now. Listen, Linda. Listen. <laughs> My girlfriend has watched every Marvel movie with me multiple times, and this is literally the first movie ever where she got out of the movie and goes, we need to go watch it again in the movie theater. She's That's the first time ever, number one. And number two, on the way home and at home, she's literally watching videos, recapping, and understanding the movie. I've never seen her like this, like ever. <laughs> like That's when I Steve personally think it's research. a good movie. I think Elizabeth Olsen... Well, I'll be the tiebreaker. Dis- I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Elizabeth Olsen, dis- <laughs> like, she was unbelievable number one number two the crazy nonsense in the comics of dr strange the weird shit all the wild stuff they put it in so well and do we want to talk about the freaking cameos we're not going to talk about it because crier hasn't seen it and we can't talk about it because i don't want to spoil <laughs> yeah, it to anyone but be Adam, spoiling stuff. I'm, tell I'm me me i'm messing how with good you that was yeah i'm, I'm messing with you <laughs> what do you mean you're messing with me it was good it was really good he's it was fine. a good he's movie fine. I'm gonna, I'm pulling up my list right now. I'll tell you where I have it Ooh, on my list. Pull up the list. Let's hear where you would rank this. Uh, I have it. I have it four on my list now. So can I ask Adam what is one? Th- what's your top five? I got Endgame, No Way Home, Iron Man, Doctor Strange Two, Infinity War. Okay, and now on my end, since you know I asked you, number one, Doctor Strange Two. Number two, Doctor Strange One. Number three. <laughs> Endgame number four, Infinity Wars number five is, I think I'm going to go, hold up, I got to pull it up now. I was definitely not prepared for I feel for like this. none of mine are even listed in oh, this. Oh yeah, it's not, it's gonna be, not going to be listed. Oh, I, I put Guardians of the Galaxy. If you guys want me to go down all like 30, let me know. But pass. we do have yeah, that. Pass. Prior, let me ask you. My top five? Before watching <laughs> Doctor Strange, because it's going to be your number one. Oh, okay. What is your... Just give me my your number one three. and two. Yeah, your I'm going to do my top five. Oh, you can do top Mine five. Mine are definitely oh, different than yours, for oh, sure. Oh, let's get it. Come on. What's number one? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my favorite. The one. first one or second one? First one. Money. Keep going. Super good. I like Ant-Man. I like the funny ones. <laughs> Ant-Man is probably number, number two. I love... Phenomenal. Uh, Thor Lovely. Ragnarok. Keep going. You're on fire. And five. then uh, Doctor Strange. Ooh. And oh, then... if you like Doctor Strange, oh, you're going to love this movie. Keep going. Uh, probably Winter Soldier. Number Ooh. Winter Soldier. Captain, good one. Captain Crier, Winter Soldier. Crier, I want to give you a clap because that was a phenomenal <laughs> was list, right? with hot takes. 
very hot takes because if you, if you find someone with Ant Man in the in top, top five, five. That's I fucking love wild, that movie. But respectful. That's a that's yeah. a very rewatchable like movie. That. That's oh yeah, funny. That's the that's the funny ones. I like the funny ones. You don't really you don't. Rudd was going sick. into Ant Man. When you go into Ant Man, you're like, oh, it's just Ant Man. You walk yeah. out, you're like, I love Ant Man. I love that, that dude. So, <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely super cool. But we will be talking hopefully about this movie. On Thursday, on Wednesday, yeah, okay. whatever. Well, I'll, I'll be the, the tiebreakers. Oh no, he's 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 hot. I will. I'm gonna I, come and be like, "This is terrible." I will. I will say, um, I'm very. Don't bring your kids. Well, I'm very impressed that they were somehow able to keep get a PG-13 rating out of that. It was the closest MCU R-rated movie. Like literally, like it the bribing, was, bribing people. That was wild. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah I, just I don't... shout shout out shout out to them man that's all i gotta say i'm excited i'm gonna i'm ready to see it now they might have they might have actually had to tone down the the foul language i think based off of all the graphics stuff in there in oh, order yeah. to keep the rating yeah. i don't i don't know if they use any of like the playful like curse words at all in this movie now that i'm thinking about it they know they said a few words they did say a few words if I'm not mistaken, they said, I think they said shit and crap a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Unbelievable. There. It was Dr. Strange. Well, I'm, I'm saying I think they had, usual. I'm saying that they might they had have had to tone it down. Tone to it down because of, to, because of everything that the all the visuals oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. going on to keep, to keep the rating down. Yeah. So well, again, for all the listeners, number one, don't bring your kids. If they're tw- uh, 11 or 12 and under, they should not be at this movie. And shout out to the the horrible critics on Rotten Tomatoes that for the last 20 years, 10 years, 15 <laughs> years, have literally said the MCU is only for kids. And now those same critics are coming in saying, I couldn't bring my kid to the movie. You guys are just wild. So just pick a side and go with it. You just don't like Marvel. <laughs> but let's get into our final news section, which is VV, HRO, and DeFi Kingdoms. We do have an awesome, awesome VV drop this week. It is America Chavez, which, by the way, I personally think she was phenomenal. A lot of people have been saying they didn't really like her in the movie. The acting wasn't at par. I think it was because she was a scared teenager discovering her power. So her acting should be like that. So it is what it is. And again, shout out to those awful critics out there. But <laughs> that is going to be the first appearance of her. We're getting Marvel's uh, Vengeance number one featuring uh, VV exclusive rare and ultra rare. Again, I, I got to I gotta stop saying that because they literally do these exclusive rare and every ultra rare covers every time. But um, day, like, why does he say this that will <laughs> drop on Tuesday. They used to not. They This will uh, drop Tuesday at uh, May 10th. 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, blind box format. Would I mint this? I'm going to say no. I would go secondary. I missed the Friday drop, which was the first appearance of Doctor Strange, and I'm very upset. Shout out to Adam. He did not. And on the HRO side, we finally have freaking updates. Yes, we're getting digital number two pack. 15,900 total packs, three items. It's going to be superhuman strength. That is the the cover or the name of the pack. It's going to be $50. Registration opens in three days. Be prepared for it. This is going to sell out very, very, very quick. And... There's a pre-registration on May yes. 9th at 3 p.m. As well. Exactly. So, so be tomorrow. on the lookout for it while you're listening. Or today, yeah. Yeah, today. Be on the lookout. 
sign up as fast as you can for these because again myself crier we're super super bullish and would love to see what they're going to do with this project so yeah it should be awesome. i mean even even at the prices now i mean some of the cards are you still can buy some legendaries at like seven or eight bucks right now like i would yeah pounce on that if, if i had it if i had the money in there i'd pounce on it which i might very soon i might be selling that pack who knows but speaking of the last subject crier DeFi kingdoms what's going on yep so again uh we had you know we had the news of last week we had a lot of downtime from the uh just the market in general plus the whole possible exploit kind of happening that got all cleared up um everything seems to be back on track but we're still in this like kind of bearish market so price is still pretty pretty terrible you know we're sitting around dollar 40 but um, other than that, we had the team fully docs themselves. Um, so all pretty much, I think like 40 or 50 people did it on, on, uh, YouTube the other day, pretty interesting stuff. So again, you know, they're definitely here for the long haul and, uh, that's awesome. What is that from three landers? So everyone, I'm sorry to break into Cryer's DeFi kingdom, but I want to shout out to Adam one more time. I've been shouting at Adam a lot today. Yeah, geez. He gave me a saucy boy plush toy that says eat sauce. And yeah, if you can't, I know Cryer can't see it, but it has the little ETH logo right there. Oh shit. And it's just a dope little, little guy. And it, yeah, I just had to say that, I, but keep, yeah, I saw ETH and I was like, I want that. I want that. So I got, I got three extras. I got one. For Ooh, so Cryer's getting one is pretty much yeah, what's going to happen. Um, yeah, so continuing well, keep on. Going. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So again, price down, what we're doing is kind of like in that building stage. Um, the next big release will be the hatchery on Sarendale side. They're also doing, um, you know, all the heroes came out as of last week. We talked about it briefly on the last uh, update. So we had the seer and the berserker classes come out. Uh, Gen zeros were all released to the people who won them as rewards. Um, so we had 400 release out to people. Um, and again, I really commend them for that. Again, there was no, you know, it was just by participation in the game. They told you this, you couldn't buy them. They were just given out to people who won. So I saw a lot of people who didn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of money picking up some Gen Zeros, you know, and the cheapest Gen Zero right now is about 5,000. So pretty much 10 grand. So, yeah, so pretty cool on that front um, that they uh, chose the route of um, distributing to, to active players instead of selling them, which is most what most NFT companies do, right? So um, other than that, there is actually a Gen Zero re-roll, Gene re-roll, uh, that's coming up. So if you own a classic Sarendale Gen Zero, they will be re-rolling the genes so that they can incorporate some of the new gene pools from the Seer and Berserker classes um, so that you can now... Uh, uh, pretty much, pretty much, just like an update to the metadata, so that you're able to roll with those other heroes. Um, again, nothing super crazy. We, you know, the big, you know, we already had all the really big releases coming from uh, Crystal Vale, so now we're kind of going back into the Sarendale side for the next couple releases, hopefully. So, uh, on the docket, Hatchery, and then next should be uh, Land slash the PvP stuff. There was actually another really cool thing that's actually not related to DFK, but is adjacent. Uh, there's a third-party application that uses your heroes called DFK Arena, where you can bet 
$10, $100, and $1,000 worth of the in-game gold to uh, fight each other's heroes in like oh. a, a roll-off. Um, so so shout-out to Samich on this one because he did a uh, stream of it, and it looked pretty interesting. Again, it's very basic, but you're you're pretty much, uh, you know, see which heroes has best stats, uh, randomness. Yeah, you're you just know, just, how block- just how blockchain is generally, but yeah. uh, <clears throat> hopefully we'll see some more. I like that front where they're adding a another value. You know, it's a third-party thing where people can actually build on top of these NFTs. So, again, this is a, a cool thing from to see. Absolutely. But then that's it. Yeah, it's been a it's been a jam packed week. Absolutely. We've had I know on on our end being in Miami, we had a lot of fun. On your end, Cryer, just not doing your homework and having to wait one more episode for Doctor Strange review. <laughs> We've just had a blast. <laughs> we have had a awesome time. I would like to shout out to Cameo Pass for again having us there and feeding me so much food that I didn't get drunk at the end or have a hangover. I'm, so I'm very again, impressed because usually you are you. Uh, tally yes. schnockered over here. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> the one to be like, hey, I'm hammered. And I was, just the, the shawarma got to me, so I'm there very happy for the shawarma. And by the way, <laughs> the, not only was there a lot of food, but the food was actually very good. So again, shout out to them. Shout out to Oliver. Hopefully we can um, have Oliver jump on here um, later on in the month, if not next month, to talk a little bit about it because they are going to be at VCon. They are partnered with VCon. Oh, so very cool. hopefully we, I, pers- uh, myself, Cena, and Moondog, um, by the way, Cena talked too much. Uh, hopefully they, uh, us three will have an opportunity to see something awesome with them um, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis at, for VCons. But again, for all the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Go watch Doctor Strange if you haven't, and we will talk to you guys later next or later this week to talk more news and everything about it. Have a good rest of your week. Later. Peace.